This is On The Radar, and it's always your host, Radar, but a little bit different today. Usually we'll talk about local and national sports and pop culture, but with it slowly approaching the end of September, beginning of October, where they're fully in the midst of starting the new TV schedule, there's some television shows that were on between October of last year and May of this year that we're unable to get to and wanted to get to before the new TV schedule starts. But to make it a little bit like it always is, I'm going to give some celebrity birthdays today. In the world of sports, just so we get sports, former Major League outfielder and current manager of the Nationals, Dave Martinez, has a birthday today. And Serena Williams has a birthday today. So that's some of the athletes that have a birthday today. While... Pedro O'Rourke has a birthday, Jill Soloway has a birthday, Rich Gedman, the Red Sox catcher, Linda Hamilton, Cesar Rosas, Bobby Shantz, the pitcher. It's a little bit of the birthdays today along with Damian Priest, the wrestler, Zoe Perry, Meg, uh, Manny Montana, Neve Shul- Nev Shulman, Christina Milan, and Lily Singh. Now let's get to these TV shows. So the ones I'm going to get to are shows that were canceled. Some deserve to be canceled and some did not. First one I'm going to get to is Our Kind of People. The show with Morris Chestnut and Joe Morton and Debbie Morgan. And that was the show where this woman's mother was somewhat part of the the Richie part of like Northeast, you know, that people, you know, part of usually white people. So this was like a black soap opera. It had Yaya DaCosta, who I thought was bad at acting in the show. Nadine Ellis was in this as well. And I always felt like this was a waste of Morris Chestnut, Lance Gross's, Debbie Morgan, and Joe Morton's talent. But yeah, so like this woman's trying to restore the power that her mother, the na- her mother's name after it was like dragged through the ground and stuff like that, revealing all these things. And the issue with the show was they revealed things super quickly. So you're just like, Man, there's no suspense or nothing building up towards it. And yeah, the whole point of the show was like finding out what happened with her mother, reconnecting with her father and her family, all this other stuff. And the finale was Joe Morton's character wanted to pay her off because they wanted more secrets to come out. And then he goes, well, your aunt killed somebody, Debbie Morgan's character. So like if you don't stop, that's going to come out. I'll give you money for your for you and your daughter because that is my granddaughter. Like, in stupid TV, it's cliche. Her ex, you know, the baby daddy, proposes to her along with Lance Gross, who she's dating. Ooh. And then, obviously, Lance Gross, after being screwed over by Joe Morton's character and Morris Chestnut, who's married to Joe Morton's daughter, screwed over. they like, let's have a pact. Let's completely work together on the same side. And that, I like that. And then I don't like is that how in the world is that it's possible that... In a world where, yeah, there are gay people, but how is it that often in that small little region in that little northeast town where it's like 99% that's all black people that the main actress daughter is gay and her cousin is also gay and they both like the same girl. It's like this is – I always thought that was stupid. And then it was like, well, one date – you know, one dumps the other, blah, 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 and all these other stuff. And then there's more secrets that Joe Morton killed his brother. Didn't want anybody to know. So that was interesting. And 
But you're like, no, he didn't actually kill him because his brother was actually shot by his wife, who Joe Morton put in, like, a hospital because she's, like, manic and, like, had issues. But then, of course, she's mad at him for doing that. So you could say, I could tell that Freddy didn't frame Eve, you know, the aunt. They obviously wanted, they not the aunt, but they wanted to make it look like that it wasn't Joe Morton's wife. It was his woman he had an affair with, which was the main character's mother. And I was like, okay, that's a lot to go on there to try to make, to frame her so she would leave. But then you're like, well, what's going on? And then you realize, well, Chester's mother has killed people and she's not so perfect. Obviously, with teen pregnancy, all these things, interesting the two sisters are both mad at Joe Morton, so they work together. And then, you know, Leia got shot and not Teddy. So it was, like, interesting that uh, that they had it where Joe Morton's daughter gets shot, not him. So it was, like, this show was really over the place. It wasn't that great of a show, and I knew that it was going to be canceled by Fox. When people are like, oh, it's doing well, like I think on Tubi or one of those streaming sites. Like, well, then let's have that show be on there. Okay? The next show was Ordinary Joe that was on NBC. It was about how this guy in college could take three steps in life where he could go and follow in his father who died in 9-11 and his uncle's footstep and become a cop. He could follow his passion and be a musician and become this big-time rock star, and he does, and he's... Married to this good-looking woman who has been in another show. When he's a cop, he dates that girl. Then in the other reality is that his on-and-off girlfriend, Frenny, had sex with. Maybe like one time, they say, got her pregnant. And they had a child together. And in all the universes, this kid is in a wheelchair. So I'm like, okay, whatever. But in that one, he has to then become a nurse because he gets helpful help from his father-in-law, who's a doctor. So in one world, he's a nurse, but he's married with... And all this other stuff. So that's like the show. So the show is progressing in each timeline. I thought this was going to be the drama that replaced the different times during This Is Us. But of course, knowing my luck, I get attached to a show. And they completely just say, you know what? We're going to cancel this show. And I just was like, are you kidding me? The show was good. This James Wolk was really convincing in his role. Natalie Martinez, again, on her luck, she gets being on shows that get canceled. Elizabeth Lale was good, Charlie Barnett was good, and Ramsey was good. Adam Rodriguez was in the show, and in different ones, he runs for Congress, or he's in Congress, or whatever the point is. They unfortunately canceled the show. And the way that it ended was, Cop Joe finds out that Amy can't have kids in that universe, and then he's a strained relationship with his uncle. His BFF has a kid on the way of the woman, and her podcast And all this other stuff. Like the BF has a baby with Amy moving to Miami because she wants to help her parents. Because she realizes, you know, maybe she wants to go into politics to help her mom with the campaign. So he goes, no, you don't leave. Let me propose to you. The rock star Joe, he went down a bad path of drugs and booze again. Cheated on his wife in revenge because he finds out that she cheated on obviously with Adam Rodriguez. And she got pregnant through Adam Rodriguez. That His best friend is by. I was like, okay. They had a boyfriend with a kid in the car crash, seeing the dad and other versions, see how he built, show how, how show he built. So it was interesting to see how, like, there was some 
flashbacks of his father and this interesting thing of because he gets into a car crash and he obviously sees his father show him how to build a car that car with his dad you know do cap you know in the cop one he's trained relationship with his uncle because he went behind his uncle's back in the in the uh non-rock star his uncle is like in rehab and that amy's gonna lose the race because she's running because adam rodriguez has a medical condition and he goes to apologize to Jenny, but not Amy apologizes to the woman he had a kid with, but not Amy because in that universe, she has a kid, she gave him up, so he got married, blah, blah, blah. It's interesting. And obviously, Nurse Joey kisses other nurse who's been helping out with his son. Yeah, and then the wife kissed the lawyer guy, so there's all this thing, like, because she's trying to be a lawyer and stuff. The boyfriend is married to Amy in this one instead. They road trip to the wife, you know, the best friend wants to adopt because they can't have a kid. Then And they walk in and the lawyer guy as he wants to renew his vows with his wife. So it's like, well, he had a little infidelity. She had some infidelity and he completely saw it. So it ended on that infidelity. The other one ends with Joe in a car crash. The other one ends on a cliffhanger with him proposing to Amy Sutton leave. And I was like, man, leaving us on cliffhangers when it's three different timelines was very, 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 very stupid. And I will say this. I'm not happy that they canceled the show because right now, what's coming to NBC this fall? Law and Order Revival Season 2. Law and Order SVU, the billionth season. And Law and Order Organized Crime is a season 2 or 3. It's like I had lost track with this stuff. NBC Wednesday night, Chicago show. Tuesday night is the final season of New Amsterdam. And season 2 of La Brea, which I'll get to another podcast that's a returning show. And that, that, that show is coming back. And on Monday nights, well, there could be an opening... They decided, let's reboot Quantum Leap. Let's not make it a revival or something. No, we're going to remake it with a completely different human being. And, yeah, we're going to redo an iconic show like Quantum Leap. That's where I'm just like, yeah, it's a really dumb idea. And then, of course, Blacklist is on Friday night. And on Sunday nights during the football season, there's nothing. So I'm like, yes, I'm not really, there's nothing really dying for me to watch on NBC. I do want to watch the final season of New Amsterdam. Seeing where they left off with La Brea because obviously cliffhangers and what they could do with a science fiction show. But again, outside of that, it's like, what is on NBC until they come, when the football season is over, are they going to put anything new on Sunday night? Because this past year, they had nothing. This was after they canceled. It's always Extraordinary Playlist as an example and a few other programs. And I didn't watch Good Girls, but it's like, you know, when you're canceling a bunch of one-hour dramas that... You know, and then when you come to the next season, you're like, what am I going to show? Well, Manifest, you could have shown. You could have shown. It's always extra players. You could have shown Good Girls. They didn't want to do that NBC. They had no idea what they're talking about. So they're just like, eh, we'll just not have anything Sunday night. That's fine. The other show was The Big Leap, which was a Fox show where I can go from laughing my butt off to crying to being pissed. All the emotions, and I will still say this, John Radzinski deserves to have won an Emmy, okay? Because he made me laugh, cry, go through this, all this emotional thing. Because this show has Scott Foley, who unfortunately has had shows where he's been canceled. I've seen Zedarius play in other things, Mallory Jansen, Piper Buffalo, Terry Polo, Simone Redcast. They had a lot of good actors in this show. It really got you emotionally and I was like, yeah, this is a good show. And of course, 
they of course canceled it like a moron, even though 73 out of 100 is not bad. And the show still holds an approval rating of 100% on Rotten Tomato. How is that possible you get 100% on the show, man? Someone said the big joy, leaps joy celebration of life and love isn't remotely subtle, 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 but with moves like this and charm to spare, who play coy? Like, it's a great show. I got so mad that it got canceled because of how good it was. Obviously, let's go out on Radinsky and the black girl. She's trying to fix it. Reggie makes it in time because they weren't sure if the football player is going to come back or not because he's trying to get back his football career. Blonde twin, she could be pregnant with Reggie's kid. Find out she is because she, of course, Reggie slept with her because he really wanted to be with Simone. Excuse me, with Gabby. So it was like, okay. And then obviously Scott Foley wants more from the cruel former dancer because, you know, she doesn't want a date and he wants something real. Reggie trying to distract Gabby to get her attention. The ex-husband drama fights sound guys. That's interesting that one of the characters, her husband, like, all of a sudden disappeared, took all the money and disappeared. So she started having a relationship with the sound guy. And, of course, the ex-husband's like, I want to go back for you. So silly. Justin Britt fell through trap do- Justin and Britt, they fall through the trap door. Gabby's best friend, the black gay guy, and the pregnant woman. They did a tribute to Paula, the character, you know, played by Piper Paula. Her character, unfortunately, passed away from cancer. And she's the one that had the relationship with John Radinsky. Reggie comes out because just- Justin is missing. Clay's like, where's Justin? Reggie gives a speech because he's trying to win Gabby back because he's like, I, I love you. I have all this other stuff. Justin gets back with obviously his boyfriend, the blonde twin brother, because like he's like super, super like flamboyantly gay, while Justin's like just typical, just regular person who could ha- had to happen to be gay. Paula left Mike with everything, like all of her money, because she made all this money. And the interesting plot twist that he, that Scott Foley didn't want anybody to know was, well, she was the company that said that she was hired by a, another company. To how to fix the company and it was to fire and lay off a lot of people. That's how John Radinsky and all of his buddies lost their job and left all the money, everything, the house, really touching and emotional thing. And then it ends with, well, we're going to do another season of this, but I don't know if it's with everybody, all the characters, but they're like, we're going to give Gabby the choreography title for the upcoming season if they do it. And I was like, yeah, the show doesn't have to take place over like seven years. Every season could still be like two months later or three months later. But of course, these nickapoots go, you know what? We're not going to renew this show. Like, uh, yeah, let's not renew this show because even though it's got emotional heartstrings, it's got the all the other programs that you could potentially, you can go off and do like different stories and stuff like that. No, no, let's not do that. Let's totally not do that. That's where I'm like, what are you doing? So stupid. Because what's on Fox right now, obviously, one of the best shows on TV, 911, Monday nights. What's on Tuesday night? The Resident. What's on Wednesday night? The Masked Singer, followed by a competition show. Thursday night, they're not showing football. If they finally got off that weird football train on Thursday night, they wouldn't show anything on Thursday until the second half of the season. And they're still stupidly showing wrestling, even though I thought they signed a deal with with Paramount Plus, because Fox used to have original programming Thursday and Friday night. I remember watching Gotham, Oroville, some sitcoms between Thursday and Friday night. I didn't have to wait a long time for it, you know? And then after The Resident is a new show called Monarch. 
That show was supposed to be on this spring, but they pushed it back to the fall. And I'm a little bit annoyed they did that because if Monarch was on in the spring, they would have had their, I don't know, 10 to 15 episode run. It would have got canceled because it looks bad from all the trailers. Just over the top, another soap opera show that we don't need. If you want to watch soap opera, watch Days of Our Life or anything that is on daytime television. We already did it with our kind of people, a black soap opera. This is the country music soap opera. We don't need this sort of thing. And then what's on Monday nights? Well, Cleaning Lady, a show that wasn't good since the second or third episode that I will get to later because it's a returning show, ending on a cliffhanger, so they, they bring it back. That's on Monday night. So a show that's really, really good, like 9-1 Lone Star, has to then wait. That's where I'm just like, yeah, I don't know what you're thinking there. Okay? So I'm like, yeah, you could have kept the big leap because no offense to Cleaning Lady and no offense to Bonnard. Bull, bull of crap. And then you could have shown it on, you could have also shown it on Thursday. It's not a big deal. Other shows that got canceled was Queens. The show with Brandy and Eve that that also had this Naughty Neutron and they had this Nadine Vasquez woman. And yes, it was about the music industry of this girl group who like was so famous and then overnight blew up and then they didn't talk to each other for all their years. Their former manager and dude who dated some of them and, and married some of them was like... Yeah, let's come back. So it was all like a comeback thing. And then the dumbest thing ever was was Eve's character left the show, I guess, for having a baby or whatever it was. So they made it where, nope, let's just kill her character off even though that her husband died in her bed. No one's there to, have, to take care of the kids. Let's have her die. And continue to do this comeback tour. I was, like, I was like, what the heck? Why sign up for a TV show, lady, if you're not going to actually want to do the dang show? That's where I'm like, if that's what you're going to do, then fine. Then don't be on the show. But that kind of ruined it because I thought it was really, really stupid. And obviously the whole Jill the Thrill is really into women and, the, and she wasn't back in the day and her husband's a murderer and all this other stuff. And it was just like all this stuff was a little bit over the top. And that's when, again, a soap opera, music drama, trying to replicate the success of Empire. A did not. It got canceled. But it, the sh- season ended with them in the Hip Hop Hall of Fame. There was paternity issues between, like, figuring out if Brandy's daughter, who's the father, because the manager thought it was his. It's starting to get to know her. Valeria wanted her solo career, but finds out she, like, has cancer herself. So all these people have cancer in this show. That's something they got to throw in soap operas. So she has her eggs frozen because she goes and marries the sound engineer dude, which is interesting. Then you tell, well, Eve's not really dead. So they just wrote her out because they were, for writing purposes, it was a stupid muffin, went to co- on co- to college. And she could tour this with the young rapper that helped them out. And then she wants to help wrongly convince people that are, people that wrongly convicted her in prison. Now Missy and Cardi B, Lauren Hill, Megan, they're all there. Muffin joins them on stage. The MC that said that helped them, that they helped early on. She's there. They did a tribute to Eve. They made some political statement. There was a proposal for you know Eve's care for uh, Brandy's character and stuff. That's four months later. They have the wedding. Jill is managing new acts instead of actually being in there. They're at MSG. Lupe show goes on and show goes on and on in the background. You know this guy Brian narrates and it goes to the black. And like, okay, cool. You resolve things. Eve's not dead. Fine. 
Brandy got married and she has the life she wanted. Jill's doing what she's supposed to do and Valeria's living her life, whatever. I'm like, cool. I knew the show was going to get canceled and I was right. Not a great quality show. Definitely deserved to have been canceled. The other show was the 4400. And that was a show that, I, as I mentioned to you many times before, it's a remake of a show about white, mostly white people in the Pacific Northwest. This time they made it in Detroit about black people. And I'm like, are a lot of minority. My thing is, if you're going to remake a show, make a remake something that's from like 15, 20 years ago. This show may have been in the 2000s. We're still, we're, we're only in the year 2022. It's not that far back to go to the 2000s. And you're just like, yeah, I don't really know like about that. That's where I just thought it was like a little bit far-fetched the CW was doing this because usually the CW mostly gets original quality programming. But of course, they had that whole thing with the Dynasty and Charmed and the and uh, now Walker, Texas Ranger and Kung Fu. So there's been a few shows that have been remaked. For the most part, they don't really do that. And But this was the first time they said, let's get to a sci-fi action drama event because NBC has done this plenty of times including obviously with Manifest and and ABC's done it with Flash Forward to name some and CBS has done it before so we've had these huge trailers and commercials about these things where there's a mystery and you get all different like types of law enforcement there's like the hidden government all this other stuff you got regular folk trying to figure out what's happening to them and what's going on so they're like yeah we're going to take a crack at that so obviously the thing ends where Andre go, goes into a car because they're recruiting him and he's transgender because they have to do that. And that the guy's brother went to the year 2064 and they show how he got there. You know, his, his brother didn't go missing. The guy who played Connor Hawk in, you know, Jarrell, you know, Joe David Jones, his brother didn't actually just like disappear forever. He has the power to disappear, but he also went into the future and they're telling him that he has to go back to the past and, like, save these people, and they even caused the whole 4400 incident. The Reverend was killed, and they, like, going through this stuff was breaking the fabric of time, they attack on the hotel they're in, and her ex is dealing with, her, Keisha's ex, you know, Jessica is dealing with a bad guy, because, like, you would think this law enforcement government person realized that these are not, these are victims, they're not bad guys, and it took her a while. Then her sister's using her powers to break down the barrier, her sister's being used for the Mildred and Milson, so it's like the sisters and stuff like that. Cause they were like the whole her sister. She thought she was saving her sister Mildred, but she's actually a bad guy. She needs doing things that help help that doing things to help out with Keisha. Claudette team wants to bomb the hotel, but of course, cause she obviously's been recruited by Manny. There's a ZMT device. Manny had Jarrell, Claude knocked out. The age security guard is helping them because he realized that you can't treat these people like that. They escaped and her sister left anyways. Manny jumped into the experiment. Logan is injured and you know if he's dead. There's a green light and he disappeared. Manny was shot with the green light. Asian girls using her powers of light. The National Guard shows up so you know all hell's broken loose there. And leaves Andre because she's not sure what's going to happen. Andre's helping building a time machine for the company by Miss Stone. So it's like yeah... There's this woman who has this company. That's how Manny in the future. And there's all this confusing stuff. And you're like, is Manny dead? Is he not dead? Who, who died? Who lived? Because you got the black boy. You have the Logan guy who was helping out. So the show throughout the whole season was confusing of who's who, what's going on, who's the good guy, who's the bad guy, all of this crap. And I'm like, yep. The moment I watched this, I'm like, 
yeah, this is going to be canceled. I'm sorry, CW, but this is definitely 100% being canceled. Of course, this was the year of CW canceling a lot of things, so that was correct. Other shows that got canceled were NBC's Endgame. And from the moment I watched it, I was like, NBC has canceled way better quality programs. Zoe, Blind Spot, Manifest, you name it. They've canceled really good quality programs, and this show was 100% not that. Noah Bean did a good job in his role. This Jordan Johnson guy from Blind Spot, I'm glad he got a chance to do another show, but again, canceled. And this Ryan Michelle lady, I didn't buy her as an FBI agent, nor did my roommate, as I mentioned many times. And Marina Baccarin, who is not Russian, she's Brazilian, is that they were like, yeah, let's try to convince that she's a Russian woman who works for this big time, like Russian mob sort of thing. And they're like, their hand is in the United States present election. They're trying to make a point that the government's corrupt and all these people are corrupt by revealing all these things and all these other things. So it was interesting. But it was not the world's worst, best, I mean, greatest written show, not the world's greatest acted show. And yeah, so it ended with the with the husbands escaping on the trick because, of course, the main character husband, you don't know if, who he's working for. And, you know, so he thinks he's working with a bad guy. Her people are looking for her to get her. The buttons were, the buttons in the prison that we're being telling was actually the gold they stole. The president sends the Noel Bean guy on a mission. And the president's looking for that, you know, Marina Backman's kid is laterate. And they get their kid in a time. But Bean figured out there's a tunnel. The husband stole this truck so they weren't, you know, spotted. Owen, her husband, was with the CIA for the Bell Ox, not Snow White. So basically, the CIA is like, we want you to work for this Russian bad guy, not the other bad guy. So we're going to have you infiltrate. So that was interesting. Then obviously the bad guy, husband pulls a gun on the good husband. And the Bellocks are talking with the president saying, we put you in this position. You got to do whatever we say. But obviously, she saves her husband enough time. Then there's snipers that comes. Snow White knew that eventually it was CIA. So they're like, well, we knew you were going to cross us. So again, stupid. Confusing. Director is telling Bean the whole truth of this is the Russian cover-up. The president is involved. All the other people. And he finally like believes them and the main character. And the husband tells her whole story of why she, he went on the cover because it gives you some clarity of why he did all these things. The Bellocks obviously found them. So obviously the Snow White people have to try to get away. Because like she was, remember they locked Marina Baccarin in a box, you know. And the president was going to have a virus planted so that was going to, similar to like COVID and stuff like that. And like, ooh. And then Fevreau was, she, was shot and the husband was killed. And, of course, they took the kid, so they're like, no, go save my kid. And then the bean wants to frame the president. I'm like, you should, man, to let everything happen. And, of course, the blue dress and have everything, like, is put in a certain place at a certain time with a map and everything. And it's like, you got to go save my daughter. So that it ends on that cliffhanger, the daughter being taken and Marina Baccarin asking for her help. Another show that I knew from the moment it was on the air because CBS decided they need to get into the stupid, uh, medical series drama because obviously Fox with the resident right now and they've had other medical dramas over the years NBC with New Amsterdam ABC with Grey's Anatomy and The Good Doctor like there's been those three networks have been very good at keeping long-running programs and that at some point even though Grey's Anatomy has been on the year for years there had to have been some sort of success in the first five or six years to keep it on the air and again Jason Isaacs great actor but he seems to be in show 
where they make him play like this chauvinistic dude who can't accept women are better, they're in the power thing, blah, blah, blah. And this Sophia Bush actress who a lot of people were upset that she left Chicago PD to go do the show because the show was crap, okay? Edwin Hodge was good in the show. There's a lot of good acting in the show, but the problem is the writing, you can't, as, as many good actors as you get, you can't save it. Because then you got the whole, Jason Knight is like a shot, and she takes over, and he can't accept it, and he's trying to get the job back. You got the whole, well, I slept with my ex-wife, even though she's married thing, and towards the end, you got the her being with the black guy, but then with her ex-boyfriend and him leaving, her friend sleeping with the father, and then realizing she doesn't want to be with the father, but she wants to not be working with her friend. She wants to be downstairs. Then you got the gay guy who's husband whose boyfriend cheated on him with another doctor supposedly gay in the hospital and all these gay characters in the hospital then you have like the dude who wants to do plastics and all this other stuff and the lady in charge of plastics is like evil i don't know so all these things that are all over the place in the show and obviously she starts to say i don't really want to be the chief medical permanent person well she gets to become that but the mom is still waiting on the plastic surgeon or her to be the president because they felt like they covered up stuff the father and the mother back in the day, and she doesn't deserve to be on the board. And the father, of course, is he's like, I, I created this technique, and he wants to use his money to win at all costs, even though his daughter perfected it. The ER head is playing games with Sam, which, again, all these different people are all screwing each other and trying to get all these different promotions because the ER doctor is, like, screwing up with her friends. Selects his schedule, which is stupid. And he said, I'm gonna, she's selling her technique because she wants to pay for more residents, which is a good idea. Caleb is leaving her because he realizes he's not going to go anywhere. So that character would have probably been in the not in the next season. The, her I said her BFF went to be in the ER wing. Obviously, lied about giving him the next surgery because it was plastics. Like the gay guy and the other guy, they've been going back and forth with each other because he told the other people, oh, this guy killed somebody. And they're like, well, I don't, I want to sue him or I want to deny him as the doctor on this case, so he got back at him, blah, 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 and they, instead of giving the mother, or the plastic surgeon lady, the CMO job, they gave it to Jason Isaacs, because obviously, you know, he's got influence with the board, everyone's mad about it, Caleb sees a letter of, in recommendation, he think he was going to get, and interesting, that they're like, well, let's have Lex make out with her boss, that really went well with sleeping with Jason Isaacs' character, and then Eastern guy, Got, as I said, getting back at the gay Hispanic guy. And then both guys. And then, of course, Caleb realizes how n great of a letter. And he maybe could wait for her. But he's going to go see her. And this Eldon Hodge and this uh, Edwin Hodge dude is going to go see her. And, of course, what happens is the show ends with you're not sure who's she going to pick, who's going to go on. And that doesn't matter. The show's a medical show. There's way too much of personal drama it just gets in the way. Bad writing and and as good as acting as some of these characters did, I I just was like, yeah, like this does not prove to be good television. And I knew it the, that this show was going to get canceled, and it was. Okay, so let's recap. I knew I knew that our kind of people was going to get canceled along with the 4400. I also knew that Queens and Good Sam and Endgame would be canceled. What I was not correct about was despite having 100% rating of Rotten Tomatoes and all the emotional attachment and the great acting from The Big Leap and Ordinary Joe, which I don't know the, the Rotten Tomato percentage, but it was a really good show, they get emotionally attached to those two 
and they get canceled while La Brea gets renewed, which will be on another podcast. Cleaning Lady gets renewed. Yeah, I, I don't get it. That's where I'm, I am I just understand how time these people at these networks make that decision because it and definitely backfired on NBC because this year was the first year that NBC had nothing new to show on Sunday night. This was also the first year in a while that most of the major networks outside of like Fox and maybe the CW, they were not showing anything new in the summer. And usually you show at least one show, if not maybe even a sitcom in the summer. But of course, that's what it is. And as always, you can get your podcast wherever you get it, Apple, Google, or Spotify on the radar. YouTube channel is on the radar as well, where you get movie reviews, baseball observations, the Twitter handles radar4428, along with the blog account, on the radar media to comments, the website, and on the radar entertainment blog is the Facebook. Thanks for listening to episode 154. I'm Radar. See you guys next time.